So today's episode is all about getting your Shopify up and running from a design standpoint. And I think that this episode will be helpful if you have a shop already, because redoing a store is basically like starting over. There's not a lot of crossover except your product listings and your settings will stay the same. But I find that when I'm redoing a store, I still have to go through those, make sure they're working right, make sure nothing's changed. So even if you're not starting from scratch, this will be helpful. And if you are starting with a brand new Shopify site, I would love to encourage you to head over to our show notes for the podcast episode. You can find those at Alexander designco.com slash podcast. Because I have a few other links, like some things are just hard to link to. (laughs) I can't give you links in a podcast. I can say them, but they're a little hard to find. So head over to our website. You can also go to productpowerhousepodcast.com and find it. That will be helpful if you're just getting started or you need some like walkthroughs. Definitely head over there. Okay. Welcome to the Product Powerhouse Podcast, where we talk about what it's like to run a product-based business. We'll be sharing specific, actionable tips for your online store, chatting with other shop owners to go behind the scenes of their successful product-based businesses, and having a blast talking shop. I'm your host, Erin Alexander. I'm the founder of Alexander Design Company, a web design and marketing agency for e-commerce businesses. We work with incredible entrepreneurs to create an unforgettable online presence for their shop. Now grab a nice coffee and let's chat. I'm so excited to talk to you guys today. Before we dive into the topic, I wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this podcast The response has been completely overwhelming. I am so honored and so touched that you tune in each week and you listen to me and you trust me and it just seriously means the world. I'm so excited about the possibilities that have come with starting this podcast and I only wish I had done this sooner. I also thought I would remind you, if you haven't yet, I would be so grateful if you left a review for us or me, I should say, on iTunes, or the podcasting app, whatever it's called. Those reviews mean so much. They help spread the word about the podcast, and they are just a delight. And so if you haven't left a review, if you would wanted to do that, I would be eternally grateful. And then the last thing is, if you haven't done this yet either, you need to join our Facebook community. It's called Product Powerhouse Community. And it's just incredible. The women over there are blowing my mind with all the incredible things that they're doing and we're celebrating all their wins. And it's a great place to find collaborations with other shop owners, you know, just vent about something going on with your website, your shop, your shipping, anything like that. We would love to have you join the community, come hang out with a bunch of shop owners who are incredibly inspiring and can help you take your thing to the next level. Okay, with that, we'll jump in. Let's start with some of my personal beliefs about design. I'm going to tell you some of the things that I strongly believe as a web designer. And throughout this episode, I'll be talking about our design process, what it's like working with us. But also, this is going to be similar for if you work with a different designer. Now, obviously, every designer has their own thing going on. But I do think that a lot of what I'm going to say is going to be valuable across the board, whether you know someone you want to work with, you end up wanting to work with us, or you start looking for a designer, I think that this will all be very helpful for you. And I also tell you in this episode, just because it really makes sense, some of the ways that 
we work with our clients in this context. So it's going to be good. It's going to be great. So the first thing we need to talk about is things that I 100% believe as a web designer and someone who's worked with businesses for a long time. I have been in marketing and business and advertising for a long time. It's always been something I'm passionate about. I started doing like advertising design. uh, And so I think that the things I'm about to say are true. Okay. Number one, you absolutely do need your own website for your product slash product-based brand. Um, It's going to be difficult for you to scale and grow your company or sell your product without a website. Now, I know there are different ways of selling. Like I have a good friend who I need to have on the show who mostly makes her sales from a VIP group, which is fine. I believe that there's room for creativity, but you still need that website to send people back to, to have some of the resources that you need for your your business. And if you go back, you can listen to a few episodes ago, I did a nine things your website needs or your shop needs. And some of those include like FAQs, return policy, shipping. And even if you sell in a group or at a show or anything like that, people are going to need that information and it should be housed on your website. Also, because there is a chance, I've seen this happen before, that your Facebook group could get shut down and then you would be having zero access to your customers and they would have zero access to you unless you have a website. So I just want to let you know, you absolutely do need a website for your product. But tip number two is that you probably don't need a fully custom website right off the bat. I had a discovery call with a woman, a very wonderful woman who definitely knows what she was doing, but she was getting a fully custom website coded from scratch. And that is definitely an option for some brands. But when you're getting started, when you're in a position where that is not affordable, then you don't need it. Which leads me into step number three, and that is you can make a hell of a lot of money from a basic theme. You can make six figures or more. I have clients who make multiple six figures and their website is based off a theme that they purchased in the shop, the shop store. And I'm going to get into some of the details around that. But you can make thousands of dollars using a basic theme without adding hours and hours of custom coding or having it fully custom coded. I do believe that there are times when that is required, but I just want you to know that it's not always necessary. All right. Number four is that you need to be able to make updates to your own website. Again, I have clients who make six figures, multiple six figures, who still want to be able to put up a sale when they want to. They want to offer free shipping one random weekend and they just thought of it. You have to be able to make those updates yourself and or have someone on your team who's able to make those immediately. When you work with a company or an agency like mine, we cannot get to things immediately. Like we are always fully booked. And so I want people to know like when you use systems that are available these days, like Shopify and WordPress and Squarespace, it makes it so you can make updates to your website on your own without having to have a full-time developer on your team or a full-time website designer 
You could have a VA learn how to make your updates. Some simple things like that need to be done on your own. Same with adding new product listings, creating new collections, adding, swapping out photos. Those things are very easy to do and you should be able to do those on your own. And if you can't, then your website's really not working as a tool for your business. I'll probably get a lot of slack from other web designers. Like, trust me, I know that there are instances when you need a thousands of dollars website. I'm working on a project right now that's $10,000 and above. It's so many pieces to get it all working together, but that is not what every business owner needs. So I really think you should evaluate your needs and what is going to help you grow from the position you're in right now. Then that also brings me to the last tip, and that was you need to be comfortable with the back end of your website, which is pretty similar, but what I mean by that is like you need to be able to create product listings. You need to be able to create collections. You need to be able to create coupon codes. I guess I did say all of this in number four, but they're kind of different. You know, if you want to switch switch out pictures, that's one task and updating product listings is another task. Like there are types of things that you can do on your website and you should be able to make those changes on your own. I'm not, I do not believe you need to know how to redesign the homepage and completely change it. But I think if you want to swap out your, your header image for a fall image instead of a summer image, you should be able to do that on your own. Or if you have a small team or a team, you could have someone on your team doing it. I don't think that Shop owners need to be responsible for every piece of their website on their own. Absolutely not. This is why I have clients I work with every month. But I also know that it takes me at least a week or two to get things updated for my clients because we have a full workload. You know, we're not their employee. If you have an employee who can do it, that's a little bit different. But those are just some things I want you to be aware of when we're going into this conversation. Okay, so basically there are two ways to get a website. We're going to break these down a little bit. You can DIY it. You can do it yourself. You can design it your on your own. You could, if you don't know how to do it, you can use YouTube or a course. Perfectly good option. And then there is having someone do it for you, which is what my company does. Although we are working on more resources to help those of you who are DIYing it because I am a DIYer at heart. I love when those people, like, I love the people who take action and want to do it themselves, but I also love working with my clients. So um, there are times when doing it yourself is a, the best option for you, and there are times when it's not, and we're going to get into that a little bit. So some options, specifically for Shopify, for getting a DIY site up really quickly. The first option would be to pick a free theme from the Shopify theme store. This is a great option because it's free and you can just pick one and get it up and live pretty quickly. This works for people who have, like if you just need to get something up very quickly and you have no budget, I think that this is a perfectly great option. The thing about this is that there's a lot of limitations to the free themes on Shopify. So of the three ways I'm going to show you, tell you how to DIY, I want you to think of this one as like the least beneficial. You're going to be missing a lot of features that are built into some of the other themes. So I would only use a free theme if you absolutely need to. An example would be, I actually have my products for Alexander Design Co., like our SEO course. They're actually on Shopify because I love the way it works. 
but I don't need the storefront. However, if you're looking for my products, you could stumble upon that. So while I didn't spend a lot of time designing a homepage for that because it's all on my website, I did set up like a basic storefront for my products on a free Shopify theme for now until I'm ready to take it to the next level. Because right now I really only need it for the shopping cart aspect. But that's one of the reasons why I think, a good, a, you know, the free themes are awesome in some ways. Personally, I love the Brooklyn theme if you're looking at free options. I think it comes with a lot of the things that I need, but not all of them. Okay, so you can pick a free theme from Shopify. The next one you could do is you can pick a free theme from Shopify, or you could pick a premium theme from Shopify. So Shopify does offer a premium theme store, and there are amazing themes in there. I love them. My personal favorite is called Impulse. It has all of the features I'm really looking for, although I'm starting to, to expand my my favorites a little bit, but Impulse is by far the one I just absolutely love. But the premium themes have more functionality built into them and more customization. So like you might be able to switch whether a picture is on the left or the right. And and then they have features like the the Impulse theme has uh, filtering available so that people can sort by like shirt size or pants color. And I just love that aspect when it's built in. If you use a theme that doesn't have that, then you have to add an app and it's an extra fee. So I try to look for themes that have as many of the features as I need right off the bat so that I can eliminate the number of apps I'm using. The other pros to using a premium theme from the Shopify store is that they have done a really great job of curating developers who are responsive, they'll help you, they'll get you going. You know, if you have any, if you run into any problems, they'll help you. You can contact the theme developers. They're really responsive. And that's one of the pros of using it. Also, if you use a free theme or a premium theme from the Shopify store, it's really nice because they they have their own like database of tutorials and guides and everything Shopify does. And so most of those are only good if you're using a free theme, although they work with the premium themes also. And so I'm going to give you another option here. But if you use this third option, it's not going to cover some of those things. So the Shopify help center is much better and more effective when you're using one of their themes as, as much as it comes to like the design, the layout and things like that. So then the third option for a DIY Shopify website theme would be to buy a theme from a third party source like Envato Market or Creative Market. They're, those are places where you can go to find resources. And if you just search for a Shopify theme, it will pull up options for you. Now, I think that the Shopify options with these third party sources are incredible. There's so many wonderfully made themes out there but they don't always come with great support. They don't always come with great tutorials. Uh, they don't always come with all the things you need to make it work. And if you don't have any tech background for your website, that could be kind of tough. It doesn't mean that they're not great, but it just means you're going to have to get in there and maybe work a little bit harder. I have run into this a couple of times and almost every time I like need something that's not quite right. 
So you're going to have to do some homework if you're going to use one of these options, like the Invato or Creative Market option, because you're going to want to make sure the theme developer has a good website. I was searching for examples today, and the one theme developer I loved, their actual website did not work. So I didn't feel comfortable recommending them because you need to be able to reach out to your developer if something is not working the way you want, and they should be responsive to that. So the pro of using one of these is that they are really creative. Less people are using them because there's, you know, more a bigger market off of the Shopify platform and they're cheaper. So most of the premium themes from Shopify run about $200. I would say they're usually like 140 to 200, but the third party ones like on Creative Market, you can spend 29 to 69. Like there's a wide range of prices. So you could find something that's a little more creative in a smaller budget if that's the number one problem you're running into. So you do have some flexibility in your DIY options. I just want to encourage you to do your homework. Make sure you're picking from a a really good theme developer. Make sure they have good chat or customer service or um, tutorials, whatever it is. You want to make sure they have that so you can get the help you need if you run into any problems. So the next thing you need to know about DIYing is don't get me wrong. Like I said, I love DIYing. It's a great way to get your website up. It's low cost up front, but you're going to spend quite a bit of time getting it all set up. So beyond the design, you also have to set up the shop settings, like shipping and taxes. And you're going to spend a ton of time working on your product listing. So this is where you're going to organize your products. You're going to have to add tags for creating collections or creating filters, especially if you're adding filters, it takes up a lot of time and you're going to want to like create some systems around how you do this for future product uploads. You're also going to want to optimize your listings for SEO. You don't want to rush putting up good quality listings. So just remember, you're going to spend a lot of time with your product listings. If this is where you're at and you're still kind of like, I really need to DIY it, create your own website, that's perfectly fine. What I've been doing and what my clients love is VIP day. So this is where you've done 90% of the work. There's just this, you know, these things that you don't know how to do where you want some, some tweaks that you don't know how to do yourself and the code is just overwhelming and scares you. Then you can come to us for a VIP day where we help you finish up any tasks where you got stuck. We can install tricky apps, do some small coding tweaks, anything like that. We kind of do that like that finalizing in a VIP day. We do a bunch of VIP days every month, and it's just a really great way to get that help without that super high budget of needing a web designer. So another way we can help you if you're DIYing your shop is through our simplified SEO for shop owners course, which is how we help teach uh, shop owners how to optimize their listings for good search engine results. And there's a few things like how to optimize your pages and your site settings, things like that also. But the bulk of it is how to optimize your product listings, where keywords are supposed to go, the structure, all of those details you need to know are in our course. And I love the course because Just like I said, you need to know how to create product listings. You also need to know how to optimize them for search because when you create a new collection, you're going to want to optimize your product listings. So you can definitely check out our SEO course. 
You can find it on our website at alexanderdesignco.com. It's right in the top, simplified SEO course for shop owners. One of the ways my company works with Shopify clients is kind of a hybrid of custom design and teaching and you doing some of the work. So I've just kind of explained some DIY options. So now I'm going to tell you about, this is what my company calls a Shopify style and setup. And I think that this is probably a little more unusual in the design world. I haven't really (laughs) looked to see how other designers do this, but I know that sometimes you want that really cool custom design but you don't quite have the budget for a big thousand, few, couple thousand dollar project and you want a custom design and so you need something in the middle. So what I've come up with is the Shopify style and setup and this is our favorite package. It's by far our most popular. We have one, two, three, we have six of them on our board right now. So everyone loves this package. So it's a hybrid between custom design, teaching you some of the steps and you doing some of the work. So we do a full custom design homepage based off a theme. So we pick a premium theme through the Shopify store and then we customize it with coding and styling it for your brand. I have an incredible developer who works with me to make these really unique so they don't look like the template that you're used to seeing. Then we make sure to style the whole thing so that it matches your brand, the whole website. We go through every page making sure it It's set up for your brand. It's styled the way you like it. We set up all the apps you need. We code the pieces that need to be customized. It's basically like starting with a solid Shopify foundation and building up around it. So we start with the foundation of the theme. We customize it so it's unique to you. And then we fill in the rest of the information we need. And then we teach you how to do the product listings yourself. Because like I said, most of the time is spent on those product listings. So... In this package, we teach you how to set up tags and collections the right way, how to organize them for your store the way we've set it up, and help you create a system so that you can do this yourself going forward. I absolutely love this option because it's fast when we're working with our clients, and it's a way for you to get something that's unique to you while taking advantage of all of the pieces and the easiness that Shopify offers. And it grows with you. This is true of all Shopify sites, but as you go, you can add in more custom pieces down the road. Or if there's one particular thing you need, you can build that out. Like I recently added a really cool return system to a site that was one of our style and setup packages initially, but she wanted to add in some user experience things for a really robust returns app. And then we do some custom coding within it. A lot of times advanced things require some custom coding and some apps to make them work. So then the other way that we work with our clients would be the do-it-all package. Okay, that's not the official name, but that's what we do. We do the whole nine yards. We do the custom homepage. We do the custom about page, custom everything. We still like to start with a Shopify template and build off that foundation because I think it's the most affordable way to really get something unique. And we can code on top of that and still give you something really one of a kind for your business, but use that framework to get started. And actually, this is how all custom Shopify themes are built. They always start with a particular framework. And then we also do the product listings organizing them, categorizing them, creating the systems, just like we've talked about, but we do it for you. So it's really the whole nine yards. 
And there are instances when that is necessary. It just really depends on your business. And if you're not sure which is the right one for you, you can always schedule a discovery call. We're always open to chatting with you, trying to figure out what you what will work for your business. And you can do that on our website also on the contact page. Just go to alexanderdesignco.com slash contact. It's right there. We'd love to help you figure out what's the best option for you. If you've been listening to this and you thought, I want to work with Erin and her team, or you already have a designer you want to work with, or you know you want to work with a designer, but you're not sure who yet, that's totally fine. I want to wrap up this episode with some tips about what you need to know moving forward. So kind of, I just mentioned number one, schedule a discovery call. You can do discovery calls with three or four designers until you find the one that is going to be the best fit for you. Don't feel guilty about scheduling multiple discovery calls. It is fine. I would rather you find a designer that works for you. You know, it was really funny because a few months ago, I did a return or a client had booked a package with me. And then she said, Oh, one of my friends just got in touch. And it turns out he's a developer and he can do this for me. Can I get a refund? And I was like, absolutely. Because I don't want to hold you hostage. Like, it's not going to be a great working environment if that's the case. So I went ahead and refunded her. But that's just like a scenario where you can look for other designers and find one that's going to fit and work with you. And I think I'll probably have to do a whole episode on what kind of questions you should be asking your designer and what kind of things you should be looking for in a designer. But schedule those discovery calls. Don't go with the first person you hear if it doesn't if it doesn't feel right to you. You know, sometimes you might assemble upon someone that you just absolutely love and that's fine. But just give yourself space to pick someone who's going to be good for your business and for you. And then I want to tell you to plan ahead. Seriously, plan ahead. It breaks my heart every time someone inquiries with me with us and I have to tell them that we're scheduling two to three months out and they're really disappointed. But I also feel like it's kind of unreasonable when someone hasn't planned ahead enough and they think that we could just turn around and do something the next week. It's very rare. Our projects take weeks to complete. And even when we think it's going to take two weeks, it takes six. Like we try so hard to stay on schedule, but it's just kind of the nature. We don't see things coming because every website is different. But there are things you can be doing before your project starts. So get ahead of the game. If you think you want to launch in September, book your calls early, like get on the schedule, like start planning ahead, months ahead, which leads me into Don't forget about the other people that might need to be working with you to make this happen. So do you need to hire a copywriter or a photographer or is your branding all set? All of those things have to be done before you start building a website. Because if you don't have those in place, what ends up happening is, I've done this before, I create a design based off filler images or stock photos, and then the new pictures come and they don't come, they don't even match the style of the <laughs> of the design and we have to start over. That's going to extend your schedule. It's going to make it harder. It's going to make it more frustrating for everyone. So make sure you get some of those things set in place before you start. And this is why it's a really okay that you might have a two to three wait before working with your designer because there's going to be things that you need to get lined up before you can get started. 
And I'm going to really hone in on the photography. Start thinking about your photography right now. I say this to every client. Your photographs are the most important part of your website. You need high quality photos of your products and people actually use them like lifestyle photos. These are non-negotiable in my opinion. You must have good quality images for your new website. It's not going to do you any good to level up your layout and your design if your product photos still look, I hate to use this word, but like crap. And I apologize for that. But if you're going to invest the money in a website, you need to be able to use it as a tool. Like Nothing makes me feel worse as a designer than building a new website that's not getting results. And sometimes that's out of my control. You know, if I... I can't take your photos and do all the things, you know, like I'm only one person. So I want to make sure you are planning ahead for these things. Get your photography lined up. Think about your brand. Is it set? Do you need to update? Those are the types of things you want to know so that when you go into your discovery calls with your web designer, you can have an idea. If they can't book me until start until September, then these are the things I need to get done in the meantime. And one of the things we do with our clients After you've booked and we've scheduled out when you're going to start, we send you a full document of like, you need a headline for your homepage. Fill in that headline here. You're going to need at least this many photos for your homepage. Put those in this folder in our Google Drive. Like having those systems in place, we make it as easy as we can for you. That way, if you do need to work with a photographer, you know how many pictures you need. Or if you do need to work with a copywriter, you know what kind of copy you're working with. And we can coordinate all of that to really make your website a tool because I do not want anyone ever to invest thousands of dollars in a website that doesn't get results or doesn't have all the things you need. I am too, (laughs) I am too passionate about my clients to let that happen. (laughs) I feel like if you're listening to this and you have worked with me in the past, you will, you will be nodding along like, yes. I will tell you, if you don't have photos, what can we do to help you get them? Like, can you ship them to me and I'll work with my brand, my brand photographer? Or can you schedule a brand photographer? Here's some examples of branding (laughs) photos. So, um, a website is really just one piece. You're going to hear me say this. If you listen to this podcast, you hear me say this every episode, but your website is really just one piece and all of these pieces that work together to create it are so vital. And so that's why I wanted to give you some tips when you're starting to think about how can I get my website done or how can I get my website redone and get you up on Shopify in a way that's going to fit your budget, going to give you what you need and still be unique and personal for you. So that's why I wanted to do this episode. So now just a little reminder, if you listen to this and you thought, ah, I really want to work with Erin. I would love to do a discovery call with you. You can get in touch with me at alexanderdesignco.com slash contact. We have a little form. You just fill it out. Let me know what's going on. Send me a link to your current website. We'll set up a time to chat. We are booking several months in advance. We will help you get your stuff in line. (laughs) And it will be a really, really fun experience to go through the process of leveling up your website. Thank you so much for listening today, and I will talk to you guys later.
Building visibility for an online store is a full-time job on its own. Big name stores have entire marketing departments for this exact reason. But you don't need a full team to see big results. What you need right now are simple and quick ways to give your store a visibility boost without adding more to your mile-long to-do list. That's exactly why we created the free 5 Ways to Boost Your Shop SEO PDF so that online shop owners just like you can improve visibility and get more eyes on your shop without any additional stress. These five tasks will give your store a juicy SEO boost to help you show up for the people who are already looking for you without touching any code or having a background in search engine optimization. Head over to productpowerhousepodcast.com to grab your free copy and give your shop the visibility boost it needs today. Thank you for listening to the Product Powerhouse Podcast. If you're ready to dig a little deeper into this episode, come join us in the Product Powerhouse community on Facebook. It's the best place to go to find the perfect partner for your next collaboration, get additional support and trainings, and just hang out with other shop owners. You can be a part of our circle by visiting alexanderdesignco.com slash community or search for Product Powerhouse Community on Facebook. And if you really loved this episode, open up your podcast app and leave a rating and review. Each review makes it that much easier for other shop owners to find us and get in on this action.